the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 1075. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with head football coach uh, Matt Desimo. Uh, in the meantime, Coach, uh, you know, we talked uh, mostly about the uh, guys, the baseball, the boys uh, in the first part. Uh, of course, the softball girls have uh, been playing pretty good baseball, too, uh, of their last, uh, how's my math here, um, uh, the last seven games. They won five out the last seven and uh, had a rough start uh, over the weekend in a tournament. They won one. They beat Vermillion Catholic. Uh, nice score here. Sounds like a football score, 20-13. to 13. And they lost to the uh, St. John. I guess that's out of St. John out of Plaquemine. They lost 15 to nothing. But in the meantime, over the last uh, week to 10 days, they beat St. Martinville 11 to 4. They beat Delcom 11 to nothing. They beat ULAB 18 to 7. They beat uh, uh, Franklin 17 to nothing. They lost to Ascension uh, Catholic uh, 5 to 3. And of course, they came back, as I mentioned, beat Vermilion Catholic VC 20 to 13. Then lost to St. John's by a score of 15 to nothing. And tomorrow they take on Ascension Episcopal, the Blue Gators, at home. Uh, the last of the district games. Uh, with that, they have Tioga on the 5th the following day, then Beauchene on the 10th, and St. Thomas More on the 11th the following day. So uh, the young ladies playing pretty good right now, Coach. Yeah, they are. Um, I think last week when we met, I think their record was 8-13, and 13, and I think right now they're 13-15 and 15 or some, somewhere around there. Yeah, that's so, about right, yes. So they, they, they had a pretty good week for them. Um, you know, like we said, like you said, they're about to finish up district play this week against Ascension. Um, right now they're 4-1 and one in district. They beat Orca, West St. Mary, Delkin, Delcom, and Franklin. Their only loss came to Lauraville, which ended up being a 10 run. But I was at that game, and uh, if it wasn't for that first inning, which was a rough inning, uh, we ended up losing, I think, 11 nothing. That was. That's right. But uh, it was 1-0 the rest of the way through after that first inning. So, you know, if our girls could have gotten gotten a little bit of momentum going quicker, they could be. I mean, they could very easily be 5-0 and right now in district. So, so they've been playing pretty good ball lately, like you said. And, uh, you know, this is a good time to, to kind of get things clicking right before the playoffs start. And, and they, too, uh, looks like uh, – they uh, have the uh, David Jordan uh, schedule uh, down where they play a lot of higher-ranked teams, uh, Brobridge, Cecilia, Norbury High, Southside twice, Erath, Rain, Lafayette Christian, Karen Crow, <laughs> Ouachita Christian was the only single-A school, Doyle, South Cameron, uh, Westgate, uh, Rain, Church Point, Turlings Catholic, uh, before, until they got to the district schedule, Lagrange, Como. I mean, they they playing some pretty good uh, softball teams, uh, higher classification teams, and uh, it, it it really hadn't uh, added to their uh, uh, power rating. They come in at 15th right now uh, with uh, North Lake Christian and Parkview Baptist right above them. Uh, but they, too, uh, should have a home uh, uh, playoff game. Is that same uh, qualification come in? They've got to play two out of three in that first playoff game, do you know? I don't think that's the case in softball. I think it's still just a single um, single game. Okay, a single elimination game. But yep. they, they look like the way they stand right now, they should have a home uh, yep, playoff so game. If everything ended right now, they would be hosting the first round against, I guess, the 18 seed, whoever that would be. Yeah, uh, Beekman Charter. I'm not even but, sure where that's from. But obviously things can change a lot in uh, the next two weeks because I believe, I believe the softball playoff pairings are announced April 13th, so about 10 days before that. Um, okay. 
in that regional, that bi-district round has to be played by the 17th. Yeah, and they still have Ascension Episcopal in district to play uh, the last of the district games and then play Tioga, another uh, 4A school, Boshuna 4A school, and St. Thomas More 4A school. With, uh, you were wondering if uh, the last few games was uh, questionable with regards to the schedule, but I pulled that up on the Louisiana High School yeah. Athletic Association, so it should be uh, pretty much in force uh, for that. And uh, playing well as of late, uh, had a few stumbles along the way, but playing a lot of pretty good uh, baseball. But uh, the young ladies uh, – uh, you know, uh, historically have had some pretty good softball teams at Catholic High and have a state championship uh, to their uh, resume, too, uh, about 10 years ago. Yeah, I believe, what was that, about 2010? 10, 11, somewhere 10, 11. in there, That's yes. That's probably the spring of 11, I guess. Yes, say. Yep. okay, all right, and uh, have, have really played pretty well, so uh, hats off to them, and uh, just got to keep uh, keep going, and uh with that, uh, uh, with the young ladies. So, uh, anyway, it looks pretty good for them and all. So, uh, with that, uh, softball and hardball at Catholic High, as always, hitting, uh, going in full steam ahead. And, uh, Coach, with that. And I know there are other sports out at Catholic High that are taking place, too, Coach. Uh, uh, I don't know if you have some information on some of those schools right now. Yeah, um, I'm not sure exactly all the individual scores. But tennis is coming close to their postseason. I know their regionals are the 17th and 18th. All right. Um, you know, I know they're getting close. They're ramping up for that, kind of focusing on the varsity tennis goal right now, getting getting their, their final doubles teams and singles players figured out and all that kind of stuff. And also golf regionals are right around the corner. I think April 24th is when the um, the golf regionals are going to be. So so those teams are kind of finishing up their their regular season as well, just like softball, baseball, and kind of getting into all that. All right. And uh, track, you know, track's, track's in the big swing of things. Uh, we were, we competed at the Delco meet last week. Um, our boys ended up fifth overall. Our girls also ended up fifth overall. Um, had some, some pretty good pretty good, uh, pretty good good showings by some of our, our athletes. All um, right. You know, I think our only first-place finisher was Roan Judis in the discus. Um, he threw, I think, like 105 feet. I don't have the exact distance, but I know he finished up first in his individual event. One of your future offensive linemen, I do. Uh, yep, yep, one of our offensive linemen. Um, I know he started last year. You know, there's a good chance he'll be a starter again this year. Sure. Um, got to earn it, though. Yep, absolutely. Another another top three finisher, another offensive lineman, Drew Desimo, got third in discus as well. So we went one one and three in discus. Uh-huh. Um, our 4 by 8 team for the boys came out third as well. That, so they podium, which was uh, Stokes, Nicholson, Landry, and Fowler. And that, and that 4 by 8 is that – I don't ever remember that being – it's like a distance medley type race. It, it, how long is that uh, particular uh, – So that race – That 4 by 8 that's – that's basically a half a mile race. Yeah, so each person runs half a mile. So it ends up being a two-mile race. Correct. Um, that – that race has existed for a long time, but it Has hasn't it? really been a part of high school track that long. Okay, all right. Um, so, you know, like, so some meets, it, it wasn't a, it wasn't one of the events that that was part of the state meet. Um, but some high schools would host a four by eight even at their own little meets. Like like when I was in high school, we go to uh, Episcopal in Baton Rouge every year. Okay, they which had, wins the track title every year. It seems like yeah, they used to host a big a giant meet on a Saturday. It was always a Saturday meet, and that was like the only school that would run a four by eight that we ever went to. Um, okay. I think probably because they were really good in distance. So they mm-hmm. were really good in the four by eight, but I would say, I guess about, I guess about six years ago, they brought that race back and they made it a part of three, a four, a and five, a state. Okay. And then about, I guess about three years after that. So I guess about three or four years ago, 
they also introduced it into the smaller classifications too. So did they at about that time six seven years ago? Didn't they bring back the three hundred meter hurdles too? Well, they brought the three hundred meter hurdles back a, a while before that. They okay. brought that back probably in two thousand and five or six. Okay, so it's been that long because uh, I recall uh, years ago they had the one hundred eighty low hurdles and the mm-hmm. one hundred twenty high hurdles. And uh, a Catholic high student by the name of Galen LeBeau back in the 60s captured both of those uh, state championships for two years in a row. And don't can't remember his times, but he was pretty impressive, though, in the uh, 180 lows. So as he was, uh, I think, the had the best time in uh, the state at that time and yeah. ended up at UL on an athletic scholarship and ran a nine six nine five hundred back in the 60s, which was pretty impressive yeah. back then. Yeah, absolutely. Um but like I said, no, I know I know the 300 hurdles came back before that because I was in high school when so okay. I think it was my ju- okay. my junior senior year was I think it was my junior year was the first year they they brought that that race back. Okay. Um, but before I forget, I want to go over the girls' results too. Sure. Um, don't don't I want to give the ladies their love too. Sure. Um, like I said, they came out fifth overall as well. Um, Lauren Sester came out third in the triple jump, and then our girls four by eight came out second, which was Ormontor, Como, Bruce Orton, Salzman. All right. Um, so, you know, our kids went out there, and there's lots of top six finishers that scored points. Um, but our kids went out there and competed well at the Delco meet. They are actually competing this Wednesday at Turlings, the all-Catholic relays, um, which is always another good meet. You know, we're one of the smaller schools that goes to that one because all the, you know, all the Catholic schools in the area are, sure. are pretty much bigger. Um, but they'll probably have some small schools too, like Opelousas Catholic and, and things like that. Um, but, you know, that's always a good meet. Uh, like I said, I, Coach Brew's been doing a good job. Our kids have been competing well, working hard, and, and you know I'm sure they'll have, go out there and have a good showing on Wednesday as well. Okay, the the big meets I remember when I was younger, of course, Southwestern had the relays, which is huge mm-hmm. back then. Don't know how big it is now. And then uh, Lafayette High had the all city relays. Uh, 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 Erath had the Snook Darawar relays. Abbeville had a certain uh, relay uh, uh, or track, big track meet, and those were the ones I, I can recall. Most of those schools still have their meets. Um, I think Lafayette High still has the what would you call the All City? I think they still have that one. I think that's still the name of it, um, and I think it's still a pretty big meet. I've never coached there because I was always I was at smaller schools. Sure. Um, but, you know, ERAS still has the Snooks relays. It's not quite as big as it used to be. Um, I know it used to be a, a, a girl. The girls' meet was on Wednesday. The boys' was on Friday. But they kind of have it all together now, which our kids competed there, I guess, about two or three weeks ago. Okay. Um, and then Abbeville still has a meet. I'm not sure if it's the same meet or how big it is. But So uh, pretty much some consistency is where Coach Brew could bring her squads. That That is one compete. thing about track. Track's normally pretty consistent. Um, each year they have schools normally have the same meet the same week and the same you know, competitors that go. And, of course, I cannot forget the Tabasco relays, too. Uh, they're still prevalent. No, they've been going on since uh, this. I think when Newberry High got that all-weather track mm-hmm. is when uh, they started that. So that had to be somewhere in 67, 68, somewhere in there. But in the meantime, Coach, uh, yeah, Coach Brew, uh, of course, has done a pretty good job uh, with running both teams, too. I'm sure she has some help with some assistants mm-hmm. that uh, take her uh, with her to comply and to, you're dealing with a lot of athletes yeah, boys absolutely. and girls man in that regard so uh i don't know if you have anything else time to take a little break right yep. now and we'll come back you listen to the chs coaches show here on fm 1075 and am 1240 we'll be back with more right after this hi i'm Corey Avery, co-owner of r&r glassworks we specialize in auto and truck glass repair and replacement window motors and frameless shower doors We also handle plexiglass and storefront repair and replacement. 
give us a call at 365-9311 or come by and see us at 1006D 20 Orpit Road in New Iberia. So for all your glass needs, remember R&R Glassworks. Thank you and God bless. From the Kawasaki Ninja Sports Bikes to the Kawasaki Jet Ski Watercraft, Kawasaki and Romero Power Sports makes it easier than ever to put yourself on your dream machine. Right now, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki are offering their lowest payments of the year on all Kawasaki vehicles. Choose from the great lineup of Kawasaki motorcycles, ATVs, watercraft mule utility vehicles, and the Terex lineup of SUVs. Whatever you need, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki offer great prices, financing, and the famous Romero service after the sale. Kawasaki and Romero's Power Sports, let the good times roll at 900 South Lewis Street in New Iberia. Looking for a quick and easy no-hassle loan? Look no longer and go visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit. The good folks at Allstate Credit are willing to help you with a small loan. They will treat you as a special and personable customer because they've been serving New Iberia for almost a half a century. So stress no longer. Come visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit at 1112 Center Street or call them at 364-4538. Allstate Credit all the time. Times are tough right now for small businesses, but as a small business owner, you're pretty tough too. In case you needed a reminder, you started your own business. And while there's certainly more challenges ahead, the UPS store is always here to help. Should your small business need any ing, we're ready with every ing. Printing, mailboxing, notarizing, whatever ing we can do. The UPS store. Every ink for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store franchise locations are independently owned and operated. Services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. At Sestra Wealth, our goal is simple. We want to help you define, reach, and exceed your financial goals. Using our processes, we prepare clients for both the expected and unexpected life brings us. No one can predict the future, but we can certainly help prepare for it at Sestra Wealth. For all that we expect in life and what we don't expect in life, we strive to prepare clients for all life has to offer. So for all life has to offer, contact Bert Sestra and Jenny Vizay at Sestra Wealth. Securities offered through Triad Advisors, LLC, member of FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through GWM Advisors. Advisors, a registered investment advisor. GWM Advisors and Sestia Wealth are separate entities from Triad Advisors, LLC. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 1075. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with head football coach uh, Matt Desimo. And, uh, Coach, a lot going on uh, other than uh, baseball, softball, track, and other things. I know uh, you got some other sports that uh, people uh, compete in and uh, some other information uh, for our listeners at, from Catholic High. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, coming up this week, t- um, tomorrow, actually, we have a little spring signing ceremony that for a couple of our athletes who are going on to play at the next level. Um, we're going to have a little signing ceremony in the cafeteria during lunch for Bray Bernard, who's signing with Grambling to play softball. All right. Um, you know, we've been talking about softball a lot. She's a big, big part of the reason they've had the success that they've had this year. And over the, and from my understanding, obviously I wasn't here previously, but from the past few years, um, really good player. Um, and like I said, she's signing with Grambling. And we also have a tennis player. John Wassel is signing with Marion Military Academy which you said is in Mobile. Yeah, right outside of Mobile, yeah. Uh, uh, good school, too. So, you know, so that's, that's two big time, big things for our kids. You know, it, it, it takes a lot to, to better go on and play at the next level, you know, that's no right. matter what school, what size school. Um, that's a, a big commitment for those kids, and, and it's a tribute to the hard work they've put in up to this point in time. So, so you know, that's an exciting thing for, for, them, for those guys um, and for the school in general. Um, so, you know, that, that should be a good good little thing for them um, i'm excited about it sure um we also have our unplugged day coming up on wednesday april 5th uh which we're gonna kind of kind of cut the cord 
Um, we're going to no, – no electronics. We're not using – Promethean boards and computers and all that kind of you stuff. You mean they got to put their cell phones away? Well, they're supposed to have their cell phones away all the time. But, um, but you know, the teachers and everything, we're not going to use technology. So, so some, of the, some of the younger teachers that are pretty dependent on that, that's going to kind of affect them a little bit. But our, our old veterans like Doc Voorhees, I don't think that's going to um, yeah. bother him one bit. Yeah, uh, Doc remembers the book. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but, you know, that's a good thing, you know. It is. Our, our our society period, let's say our kids, but it's not even just our kids. It's the adults too. We're, we're so dependent on phones and, and technology. I mean, you know, it, it's, it's a struggle, um, yeah. you know, so I know that's going to be kind of intimidating, kind of scary for some of those kids just because yeah. they're so dependent upon it. Um, but it's, it's a good thing for them to experience. And yeah. See. It, uh, my Google was the encyclopedia in the library. Yep. That was my Google. <laughs> yeah. So I, I kind of came up right when, right when the cell phone started coming out and, and you know, internet and all that kind of stuff. So, so, so the kids won't be able to use any type of a mechanical. Uh, uh, they might have to use slide rules. <laughs> oh, they wouldn't. They, <laughs> we had to use that slide would, rules. That would be a whole lesson, just teaching them how to use that. Um, they, would, they would have no clue what that is. I hear you. I but, hear you. But, no, so that should be interesting. Um, you know, that's always kind of a fun thing. Uh, I remember we did it when I was here at Catholic uh-huh. High. 10 years ago we did we did things like that at ascension as well and, and the kids you know they the kids don't like that kind of stuff it, it's kind of intimidating <laughs> it is um, they don't like not being able to use a calculator and things like that in class but it, like i said it'll be a good for them sure um we also had a big time guest speaker today uh damon west is a national guest speaker he um came in and, and talked to our high school and our eighth grade kids um you know short long story short his message was be a coffee beans kind of what what his thing is um, he, he was a guy that was a, a college quarterback who got injured, who got into drugs and ended up in jail. Um, and his, his big message was, you know, if you, if you take a pot of boiling water and you take three different things and put it in there, start with a carrot. Carrot starts off hard. You put it in there, it gets soft. You know, the environment changes it. You take an egg, you throw an egg in the, in the boiling water, it gets hard. The environment changes it. If you take a coffee bean, you throw it in the water, well, the water doesn't change. The environment doesn't change the coffee bean. The coffee bean changes the environment. Um, you know, I think that's important for kids, you know, to not fall into peer pressure, to kind of, you know, change what's around you, change your surroundings. Um, so, you know, I think, I think it was a good message for our kids, and hopefully they, you know, they, they really listened and it really, really sunk yeah. in. I know sometimes kids don't always focus on that kind of stuff, but, you know, I thought it was a great message. Yeah, it's um, good to give kids today to get those type of messages and, and take them to heart, too, if well, you know it, what I mean. And it's good for them to hear things like that from other people. Because when right. they hear it from their teachers and their coaches and their parents, you know, it's, it's just another thing, another, yeah. another lecture. So sometimes that's great to have someone like that come in. Sure. Um, we also had this past week in our Up All Night Against uh, Cancer goal, um, thing. It was a St. Jude fundraiser. Um, our goal was to raise $20,000. Um, I was talking to Coach Aaron uh, Robeson. But I call her Fob. I'll, I do that all the time. Coach Aaron Robeson. Um, and she said, it looks like we're going to end up right around $21,000. So oh, we surpassed great. our goal for St. Jude. So that, that, that was awesome. Yeah, great, uh, great uh, duty for St. Jude to uh, treat children throughout the country and the world. I take it. So uh, great, uh, great job for the students and all at Catholic High. Yes, anyway, sir. anything else you got for us, Coach? No, nope, that's about it. I think we meet again later on uh, this month. I think it's a I don't want to say the 27th, but it's a few weeks away. So yep. uh, 14th, 17th, maybe. I'm not sure uh, in that regard. But uh, yeah, it's, it's either the, the we'll, we'll, uh, 17th yeah. or the 24th. I know yeah, it's Yeah, it might be the 24th. Sure. I think it's the 24th because I, so. I think I have a – I do a game on the 17th. Okay. So that might not be at, uh, out at Catholic High with uh, 
uh, Covenant Christian, I think, is a game I'm scheduled to do in baseball. Anyway, Coach, appreciate you coming in, as always, and anything we can do for you, Kane Radio, let us know. And, of course, the CHS uh, Coaches Show uh, is brought to you in part by Armitage Jewelry, Gulf America Wild Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Sester Wealth Management, The Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, R&R Glass, Coca-Cola, Hennigan Team Dentistry, the UPS Store, Catholic High School, Mustin Patu, United Companies, BNL Engine Repair, and Seahorse Manufacturing. And with that, we'll say good night and God bless. This ranch is not about cattle or animals. We're talking about plants and much, much more. That's the Landscape Ranch right here in New Iberia. You can find all sorts of plants such as annuals, palm trees, and container trees, as well as a variety of chemicals and fertilizers to keep them healthy. Locally owned, they provide bulk materials such as sand, soil, limestone, rock, and they'll deliver right to your doorstep. While you're there, you can visit their lobby. You'll find gifts provided by local artists. The Landscape Ranch, located where Jefferson Terrace meets Main Street. We have a new player on the field, and he's ready for kickoff with a delicious ice-cold Coca-Cola. And the kick. Ice giving him a little trouble as a few cubes shake loose. He's probably going to pour it here, and he does. The glass is full. Can he go all the way? He did it! Oh, wow! And just listen to that fizz! That might have been the most refreshing thing that I've ever seen. Whew. Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Freeman's Food and Furniture has been locally owned and operated since 1941. With their 18,000 square foot showroom floor, Freeman's Furniture Store is certain to have what you're looking for. Need a comfortable mattress? Tempur-Pedic and Sealy are like no other, and they're only available at Freeman's. With 60-month interest-free financing, you couldn't sleep better. Freeman's Food and Furniture Complex, located on the corner of Hopkins and Admiral Doyle Drive, right here in New Iberia. Visit Freeman's soon. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5.